Today's episode is brought to you by Galen Pierce Realtor, licensed in Maryland, Virginia, D.C., and Pennsylvania. Contact him at galenpierce.com. That it's G-A-L-E-N-P-I-E-R-C-E.com for all of your real estate needs. Buying, selling, and investing with Galen Pierce, consider it done. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Safe Space Podcast, where we get comfortable having the uncomfortable conversations. And talk a little mess. We are your host, CJ. And I'm Amanda. I, why do you keep changing up the words to the intro? You got to keep it fresh. You got to keep them on their toes, you know. All right. How was your week? It was good. It was stressful, but it was good. Oh, I meant to change my clothes. I meant to put my Renaissance t-shirt on. Oh, geez. Here we go. That's for the video. <laughs> we are back with video. Yes. Yay. So what happened in your week? I got Renaissance tickets. Your husband doesn't look so happy. He's rolling his eyes. Doesn't matter. All right. What else happened in your week? I don't remember. Nothing else. Uh, that's just the highlight of your week? Yep. What else? It was something else that was good, I think. But more importantly, I got Renaissance tickets. How did your week go? It was fine. I did not get Renaissance tickets. Um, I was not looking to either, but I did not get any. <laughs> I did not get any. Production um, is on one this, this evening. It is late, y'all. I have been yarning for the last... 25 minutes waiting for all of this to get set up but here we are my no, uh-uh. don't talk about just yawning what what did you do what did we do before we had a lovely dinner it was great nice and drink? full what did Do- you drink? doesn't matter it's not any of their business you uh-uh. always coming on these mics telling my business uh-uh. always Mm-mm. anyways Mm-mm. i had a great week it was a four-day work week for me, although one of the days I was off, but I had a lot of running around to do. Aubrey's birthday is on Tuesday. So Aww. when you guys hear this on Monday, her birthday is Valentine's Day. So you all will hear this the day before. So wish her a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Aubrey. So I did some running around for her birthday to prep for that. She's getting like a big girl. She'll be nine. So she didn't want to have a party. She wanted to do dinner. And then she's um, fancy. She is fancy. She's she like the fanciest nine year old. Dinner in a museum. She's so fancy. <laughs> so, um, she's into art. So we're going to go to a museum that following Saturday after her birthday. So I'll let you all know how that goes. But it was a good week overall. Cute. I love it. So we normally start off talking about Potomac. Potomac. Um, did you watch it this week? I did not. No. You didn't miss anything. For it to be a finale, it was a letdown. Like, nobody really cared about anything that they was talking about on the finale. I think I enjoyed watching, like, the review podcast. The the review. I, I really am enjoying um, Carlos King, like, the king of reality TV. Mm-hmm. He has a podcast um, out now. And, of course, he can give you some, like, behind the scenes mm-hmm. on it. So nobody was talking about the actual finale, mm-hmm. but the news broke about Robin Vaughn and the Canadian cheating, lady, the Canadian <laughs> side chick, allegedly. You know what they say? Yes. Allegedly. Um, 
And then there was another, I don't even know who he is, some other podcaster or YouTuber um, that actually had the side chick on. Oh, um, okay. Because, okay, so the story that Robin told on Watch What Happens Live. So I did I did not watch all of it. I watched, like, clips of it because it was her and Ebony K. Williams mm-hmm. on the show. Mm-hmm. So the story, and it really was, like, a smidget of, like, they advertised it as if he was really going to hold her to the fire, but it really, I'm like, Really? Like, okay, so the story that she told and what we're all supposed to believe is that Juan is just such a kind-hearted person. This young lady, old lady, I don't know, lady, <laughs> um, it was supposed to be dating a Baltimore Raven. So to be clear, this is not the lady that Karen says it looks like her. This is somebody right. separate. Okay. But you know, Grand Dame, she'll pull it back together and pull it in a full circle because, well, she is Canadian. Well, no, there's black folk in Canadian in Canada. Anyway, because, you know, Karen's <laughs> Who's description. Who's been drinking now? <laughs> oh, hush. Because Karen's description was just that she was, she looked like her. Yeah. A beautiful woman like her. Okay. So. Um, the story was that this lead young lady, older ladies, lady, Canadian lady was supposedly dating a Baltimore Ravens player mm-hmm. and flew all the way here to meet up with said player, but lost her purse in the casino. Um, so she reached out to Juan to just come put his card on file for the hotel that she was staying in. So my first question there, if she flew here to see this alleged Ravens player, why wouldn't she call him? Let's ask so Robin. Did, did Robin think that she was going to get that story off and just nobody's going to ask any <laughs> questions? She, because one is such a great person and she loves him and she's going to stick by him and she chooses to believe him. So who cares? So, all right. So that all happened. So like I said, I did watch the clips of the Watch What Happens Live. What do you think about this whole, she, so she has a podcast, of course, her and Giselle, Mm -hmm. and they did not put the full story about all the details of what happened. They put it on their Patreon. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? Considering that she is on a show and let this entire season go by of people talking about cheating husbands and all of that. Right. And she did not say a word talking about oh i i was just waiting for one of them to come to me with it i already knew all of this the whole time i wasn't even thinking about it it was old it had happened so long ago because oh yeah and this whole incident with the lady coming from canada supposedly happened like in the height of Of the the pandemic pandemic. Right, right so and her story was that oh it was old and i actually forgot about it but i was just waiting on one of them to bring this information ma'am please i really if you have time pull up um the carlos king um review on it i really liked his take on it because he's the king of reality tv he was the uh producer for the original producer for housewives of potomac okay um you know when it was good the original episodes (laughs) Um, but even he said, and he said he's friends with all of the ladies and like all of reality TV. He doesn't work on the Bravo franchise anymore. He does, um, love and marriage Huntsville and DC 
I think he does Bell Collective now. Like mm-hmm. he got all of OWN on lock yeah. now. Um, he was like, I wish Melody Holt or any one of my girls would come to me and be like, oh, I'm not talking about this on camera or, oh, I was just waiting for somebody to bring it to me. They would be put on notice immediately. Right. When you sign up to do reality TV, you are signing up to tell the truth of your life. There is no off limits. There is no, I don't want to talk about this, but we can talk about that. That's, that's not what you're getting paid to do. Um, So I've mentioned on this podcast before that I listened to holding court with Ebony K Williams and Dustin Ross. And I listened to their last episode and, Obviously, she was on Watch What Happens Live, mm-hmm. so she was giving her take. Because I think on Watch What Happens Live, she gave like a very ebony, gave like a very vague. Like, I was answer. so disappointed in her answer. Well, her theory was, I'm gonna give my response on my platform to this whole thing, which I can respect. Like, if okay. you have your platform, you, that's where you're gonna give your true opinion on what's happening. You're gonna give this united front with your sister while you're on this white man show. (laughs) Um, So she made an interesting point where she was saying that, I guess in the contracts, because she was on a Bravo house Mm -hmm. uh, reality show. There is nothing in the contract that says that she can't like go and take this story to her own platform and get paid to tell the story. So she was obviously she's a lawyer. So she was giving advice to all of the, EPs and all mm. of those people um, at all the reality TV shows that they need to put something in the contract to say that's not a thing. Like You can't do that. Perhaps that's why Carlos King is no longer with Bravo and that is he has moved why. on to because his um, his cast members are not given that um, and he makes another good point because he compares it to like the earlier seasons of um Atlanta as opposed to how it is now because you know I think I think one of his last seasons is when the whole thing went down with Phaedra and Candy and Mm -hmm. and apparently there was a whole lot behind the scenes that happened with that and why Phaedra is not on that show anymore and all that stuff um he's like no if you working with me there i mean i guess within reason there's nothing off limits like and if she had spun and spun the story and had been forthcoming with the story from the very beginning like that really would have given her substance that would have given her because now it all looks real fake and like because what everybody has been saying so i mean yes it's reality tv how real is it really nah but it really makes it look fake and it really makes it all look made up. And all they were concerned about is because by the end, like they were just throwing out the craziest accusations, like to the, what did Cherie say? Something about Karen doing it to a waiter in a hotel bathroom. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I'm trying to be like, supposedly we can say having sex. It's it's fine. We don't have to say doing doing it because we're not in middle school doing the do. doing the what is it that the vertical the horizontal mambo or they the were gr- having the or, ground the, or the they windy were having slither, sex. the windy slither 
with a <laughs> or they were having sex that's fine. that's fine to say but can y'all imagine like really the grand dame screwing a random waiter in a bathroom at a club or a hotel i don't know that lady and nobody know anything about it like come on like that just sounds ridiculous sure so but just saying that to say like they were just hurling accusations no merit behind it no rhyme or reasons when there was a true blue whole cheating scandal your whole wedding was being pushed back and you know what now that i'm thinking about it remember was that last season or season before last when she was going through her depression and oh it's the pandemic and i just yeah i'm so bored i mean that probably had something to do with it nah, so- chick, your husband was out here screwing the canadians in the hotels <laughs> so you're of the the mindset that because you're on reality tv every single aspect of your life is just up f- for discussion like um, every single thing about your life is up for discussion because that's what you're saying that carlos is saying and you agree with it i think so if that's what you sign up to do that's what you signed up to do you can i mean not unless it has something to do with like your children or even if you you can say yes this is what happened or this is the surface of what happened i cannot go into detail at the moment whether it be for legal i mean they do it on the shows all the time the other chick from and i don't even watch the franchise the salt lake city franchise like this chick had whole federal charges against her for fraud and stuff it was talked about on the show as far as she could go legally you know she was like you know i can't discuss the yeah ins and out of the case you know they rolled up on her and and locked her up during filming like they it wasn't oh this happened but we're just not gonna talk about it on the show at all hmm. but you I, don't, can't, I don't know that i agree i don't know that i agree with it you can't have something like that happening and just pretend that it just is not a thing yeah, I don't agree, but I also am not signing up to do reality TV, so there we are. Like, if you, to me, like, if you, like I said, within reason, even if you can you can acknowledge that she could have said, yeah, there was an issue with some infidelity or some things that were working out, but just to say, oh, we just don't know what we want to do. Oh, I'm depressed and not getting out of bed because I'm just sleepy and bored. And it's the same thing every day. Say, I, I'm Juan and I have hit a rough patch in our relationship. I can't go into it right now. But but don't sit up there knowing this whole situation is happening. But then you're throwing accusations at Karen about blue eyes. I was going to say, that's where I, di- I would disagree with her. Like, do I think that every single aspect of your life needs to be put on full blast just because you signed up for reality or because you're a celebrity or as Nene went on the breakfast club and said, they're all just known. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They're not celebrities. Do I feel like you have to put every aspect of your life on front street for everyone? No, but I am also just not that kind of person. However, if I'm feeling as though I don't want to talk about every single aspect of my life, I'm also not going to go on national TV and talk about your mess. Exactly. So I, yeah, she was wrong in that, in that aspect. Like I, well, y'all know I'm not a fan of hers anyway. I just think that audacity boy is at an all time high. Like she just like the whole season to me, like the audacity 
of it all. Well, I think that's what's putting her under so much fire, though, because every single episode this season, she has been coming at somebody mm-hmm. about their relationship. So, I, yes, and she is wrong. She is wrong because you can't hide your dirt, but then throw somebody else's in their face. Right. So, so sad for you, Robin. So sad. But child. <laughs> No, not sad. You should be happy because her man is better than any other man on earth and some random damsel. So, ladies, if you ever lose your purse and you need a place to stay, hit Juan Dixon up in the DMs. I don't think you can say that. Allegedly. (laughs) I don't think you can just say that. Allegedly. That makes everything better. Okay. When you say allegedly. Is that all you have on Robin? Are we moving yep. on from Robin? That's all. Okay. Mm. So I saw an article and all up and down my timeline, Miss um, Tokyo Tony screaming oh, into her screen. Um, she oh, <laughs> berated her daughter all over social media for her Grammy look. Now, I'm going to say, <laughs> Did she, you see it? she looks like a bird, but as her mother... Um, she called her outfit disgusting and terrible and told her that she looked horrible um, mm. and that she compared her outfit to the devil, whatever that uh-huh. means. Um, apparently, she did text her and kind of ask her, like, wh- like, why did she choose that look? But instead of leaving it there, she went all over social media, which not surprised. It's Tokyo Tony. I was about to say, it's Tokyo um, Tony. Not surprised at all. Uh, which led into my thought of because they don't have a great relationship. Right. Um, I was I fell into the trap of watching Black China's mini series or whatever it was that she yeah. had on TV. They don't have a great relationship, and it doesn't seem like they ever did. So my question for today's podcast is: Do you think there's ever a time where you should cut off a parent? Mm. If my mother was Tokyo Tony, I would cut her off, but. <laughs> What do you think? I was about to say, didn't they try that before? Didn't she try cutting her mother off before? I think she tried cutting her off. They tried therapy on that show that I was telling you that I got sucked into watching. Um, but I feel like in her behavior is like a repetitive. It's like one she's one of those people that appears that she says sorry for something and mm-hmm. attempts to want to fix it, but then reverts right back to that old behavior and she's too old to be doing that um but yeah they've never had a great relationship so you know me I like to try to see things from different angles in their case in particular I feel like it's that that reality tv vortex it keeps them both relevant it keeps Tokyo Tony relevant and in a sense, it keeps Black China relevant. The world was saying, like, I was like, wait a minute. What was the show? Is this the Met Gala or is this the Grammys? Like, the outfit was completely wrong. First of all, why was Black China at the Grammys anyway? Very good question. I, don't I, don't, I didn't watch the Grammys. I have no idea. I guess not important. <laughs> but it's that it's that toxic relationship. It's like that's like the the blue face and the what's his Krishan Krishan like everybody knows that mess is toxic it is nobody in their right mind should really be in a relationship like that but 
what do you know of them two other than that effed up relationship that they have? Right. It just, it keeps them relevant. So nobody is ever really checking for Tokyo Tony. What is Tokyo Tony known for other than saying something crazy about her daughter? So do you feel like it's okay to cut a parent off? At one point in my life, I would have said, absolutely not. No, they are your parent. They gave you life. You have to figure it out at all costs. But I do think that there are certain circumstances where it's got to happen. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm of the belief if someone is breaking you down mentally, physically, Mm -hmm breaking your spirit like that it's not someone that you need in your life and regardless of who it is there are some people that you just need to cut ties with Mm -hmm. um or love them from a distance whatever that looks like Mm -hmm. um their relationship seems like super toxic so i don't know how you would sustain like a good relationship with someone who behaves that way right who uses every opportunity to take whatever it is that you have going on to spin it and throw it in your face all over Instagram and TikTok. Right. It doesn't. But again, and they're obviously it's different because they are celebrities. Um, They're known. They're known. (laughs) Sorry, Nene. Um, Because unfortunately in black China's case, even if she did cut her mother off, that's not going to stop her from going to social media and berating her you know all throughout the world like she'll never get away from that now on your everyday regular folk like that's different you yeah I think there are like I said before I wouldn't have said like absolutely not under no circumstances now I do believe like when it comes to your parent you can cut them off or I like to, I guess, like you said, love them from a distance. I'm going to respect you. I'll even like how Tyler Perry and Oprah has done. I'll take care of you. I'll make sure you're good. I don't want anything bad to happen to you. But as far as having a everyday, you're my mommy or you're my daddy relationship, it don't have to be that because ultimately you're not good for me. Right. No. I understand. Um, I think for me, this is going to sound awful, but I, I don't care who, who you are. Like if you're not doing right by me, I don't, like, I don't want you in my life. Like, I don't want to carry that weight of you being a bad person and not knowing how to treat people. I don't want to carry that on myself and then pass it on to other people. Cause also like, if you don't know how to treat me, I also don't want you around my kids because Mm -hmm. what does that look like? I don't want to, if I have trauma by the way that you're treating me, I don't want to pass it off to my kids. True. So, so if you were, if you had Oprah money or Tyler Perry money and your mother was in a bad way, or, you know, living in a hood or in the ghetto and like but you, you got Oprah money, your money is long. You wouldn't like get her it don't have to be like a five bedroom mini mansion or anything like that, but 
get her like a nice little townhouse situation in a in a nicer area. Pay cash for it and just that's you. I got it for you. Now go on and be well. Do you see the way I'm looking at you? <laughs> Do you see the way as you're going on this long? <laughs> no. Really? No. That is ultimately the woman that gave you life, though. The woman that gave me life should know how to treat me. Like, why should I do for you, take care of you when you don't know how to treat me? When you bring nothing but trauma and pain to my life. What, like, I, for me, when I say, like, cutting someone off, that means, like, cutting off, you're out. Like, but no, that, I mean, that's what I say. You do that one thing and then you've done your thing. You've made your peace. Now go on and be well. I don't think making peace has not me helping you with a place to live has nothing to do with making peace. Okay. Nothing to do with making peace. I can make my own peace with the situation without doing it. So I think for me, the making peace would be forgiving you for myself so that I can move on but that doesn't require me to to financially do anything for you that doesn't require me to talk to you that doesn't require any of those right. things like I well, can forgive you for like myself you do, that'd so, be your one and like I said you pay cash for it and move on like you don't have to it's not like you're paying a monthly bill it's not like you're paying the HOA anything like this is it if you don't do what you're supposed to do with this I can't help you after that. You just gonna let her wither away in Murphy Homes. <laughs> that is so dramatic. Well, well <laughs> that's what you're saying. <laughs> that is so. Why does she have to wither away? That is so dramatic. The scenario was if she was in a in the ghetto, <laughs> needing help, like like dodging bullets every day. Would you just do that one last thing to? get her in a better position and be done you said no you, <laughs> you gonna let her you adding all of those extra things does not change my answer no but that's why i say you just gonna let okay you're gonna let her with her away in murphy homes then all right are you trying to guilt trip me to change my answer okay so i'm assuming your answer to that is yes that you would do your one act of kindness I would do my one act of kindness. Like why? I, I what would what, what would be the reason? What's the why? Because that person gave me life. It wouldn't be there would be no me without that person. So, and ultimately, it, you know, if I'm a stronger person, it's because of the lessons that I, that you've taught me. Whether it is to be like you or to not be like you, this is my thank you for being so effed up that I am now the person that what? I am today. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's just like just like being a child of a drug addict. Not that I'm a child of a drug addict. Thank you for clarifying that up. <laughs> let me clarify that. <laughs> I am not the child of a drug addict. But in most cases, it's one of two scenarios. You either fall down that same path as your drug addict parent and become a drug addict yourself or you look at them and you learn from them and you say, I can't, this isn't what, you know, I can't do this. This is not what I'm going to do. 
and I'm going to be a better person. But what in that, and I know this is just a random example, but what in any of that requires you to provide housing for, for someone like for, even if though it's a parent, like what in that scenario that you just gave me this rundown about your parents being drug addicts and you have these two choices where in any of that does oh I gotta do this one act of kindness for you I'm just saying if I became a billionaire that would be my one like all right this is what I did and because I can afford it this is it and move on okay let's take a quick break We'll come back and discuss it some more. Sounds good. All right. This episode is brought to you by M. James Photography, located in the DMV area, offering photography services for weddings, studio portraits, major parties, and events. Contact Marion on Instagram at M. James Photography. That's M underscore James Photography for all of your photography needs. All right. Welcome back. Thank you so much for hanging in there with us. (laughs) Um, so I guess, are you good? Yep. Are you sure? Yep. Okay. I was going to say, we was in such a (laughs) heated debate and we take these commercial (laughs) breaks and okay. Yep. It was not a heated debate. It was, I mean, and you're not, (laughs) here we are. (laughs) Um, so what would be a reason that you would cut off a parent? Like, what would be a top reason that you would do it? I mean, obviously, if they were, like, sexually abusing you, like, whoa, for real abusing you. I mean, well, you asked. Like, I mean, it had to be something, like, bad for me to, like, yeah, you scum. You did to me. You know, if you was on fire, I wouldn't piss on you to put it out. But you would buy them a house. No. Now, if they did something <laughs> like that, man, F them. Like. Well, that's. Okay. So, let's back up just a little bit. Back the train up. So, I. When I was saying cut off, I was thinking that we were both thinking of, like, a a legit reason. That's that's why I was so confused by the whole house okay. thing. Because, like, yeah, are there parents that, like, the whole Tokyo Tony situation or parents that may be verbally abusive or you know if you have a famous child or a child in good financial standing that they try to it's so weird to say take advantage but kind of take advantage of the situation like yeah in that case like look i'll just make sure you taken care of but like this isn't a monthly thing this isn't a windfall like if you're only here for the money that's your one if that's all you wanted here's your little house now going about your business, but now if you didn't try to sell me to your dope dealer, or you standing <laughs> over me at night, I'm sorry if this is triggering to anybody. I, like sorry. you are just taking it to the sorry. extreme. Yeah, I mean those, but those are extreme circumstances. A trigger warning. Like to, we don't have to put one at the beginning of this episode. You asked what would make me want to. So. Like I was saying, like, I thought we were on the same page about, like, the severity of the reason. That's why I was like, well, wait, no, I'm not buying anybody a house. Like, what are you talking about? So, yes, if I'll change my answer then. 
if it was something simple, I guess, like we just don't get along like that, you know, we just don't click like that, then yes, I have no problem buying you your little townhouse and you go on your way. But like I was thinking when I say cut off, like to me, there would have to be something severe. And you, I guess, verbal abuse, you said was not a big, you didn't say not a big thing. But to me, it like depends. that's a serious thing because yeah. I think those scars last longer than like the physical ones. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's a big thing. Like the way in which you talk to me, the how you treat me would be like a big reason. For and especially as an adult, like as an adult, I wouldn't assume that you were like, yeah, physically abusing me. I mean, I guess it could happen, but yeah. So. I don't know. I can't exactly pinpoint it. I don't know. Maybe it's coming with old age. I don't know. But there was something that like clicked in me. I don't know if it's something that I heard. I'm sure I probably heard it somewhere or I was already going down that path and then I heard it again and it kind of solidified it for me. It's like abuse is a cycle, right? Like hurt people hurt people. So there's something, something happened to that mom or that dad. Cause remember they were people, they were a kid at one time. Mm-hmm. They, they were people. Brenda was Brenda before Brenda was mommy. Yeah. So something happened to them along the way. And we all know, you know, back in the day, especially in the African-American household, there was all types of trauma happening to us. Right. And no, you know, it wasn't, you weren't allowed to talk about it. It wasn't, there wasn't a such thing as going to therapy or let's analyze it. Let's sit down and and talk this out. If something bad happened to you, you're going to pray about it and get over it. Yeah. So it's like, you got to kind of see it or understand it from there. What did they go through? What happened to them? they may be doing to you what happened to them because they don't know any better or know any different. Right. Like, so I can, in a sense, and it may sound crazy. You can kind of sympathize with them because it's like, well, God, what trauma did they go through or what happened to them that, you know, I almost feel bad for you that no one came and saved you or no one, thought enough of you to make sure that you was okay or to tell you like hey this is wrong don't do this or you know or you know don't repeat that same thing when it happens or, you yeah. know when you have children so it's kind of like meeting them where they are or learning to love them through it now you can try to address it have that serious conversation with them like hey Let's talk about it. What happened to you that you feel like this is okay? And some of them may be receptive to it. Some of them may not be. And if they aren't, that's when it's okay to be like, all right, well, if you can't see the wrong in that, it's time for me to separate myself from you. Like, I can love you, but we can't go on like this. That's what I was letting you finish your point, but that's what I was going to say. Like, at some point, as an adult, you need to begin to recognize the rights and wrongs and like Mm -hmm. what you can do to make yourself better and change. I was going to say, but you said it for me. 
if I attempt to help you make that change and you're like, no, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Like I'm fine where I am. Then it's up to me as an adult and as a mother to do better and separate myself so that I can break the cycle Mm -hmm. so that I'm not passing it on to my kids. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Yep. Sounds good. (laughs) So in other words, don't piss you off because you're going to be homeless and left out in the cold okay being shot at according to you (laughs) living at murphy homes that don't even exist anymore does murphy homes exist anymore no i don't don't know i have have no idea um (laughs) so i feel like because you went all child abuse here i feel like we need to change this up and do something light because You just went straight to PTSD. Not for me, but for somebody. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to put a trigger warning in the description when I write it. Sorry. Because you, ma'am. This is is the safe space where you get comfortable having the uncomfortable conversations. I need a warning, though. And sometimes you got to go there. I need a warning. Sorry. Okay. So while we were on our break... Um, a man. We were laughing and giggling because Amanda showed me a video of Halle Berry busting her butt. <laughs> on it's a real, a real change. Okay. Well, I'm lightening it up. I appreciate it. Um, and they were probably wondering what you were giggling at when we came back. Um, and it was every angle possible <laughs> of her falling. Poor Halle. Very bad. Um. Okay, I have something fun we could do. All right. So, you know, I'm in the TikTok rabbit hole sometimes. I feel like I've backed off a little bit. Are you mouthing sometimes over there, producer man? I can see you. They can't see you, but I can see you. Um, Are you about to do a dance? No. Oh. No. That is not what's happening here. I tried. So, have you seen people doing their icks of stuff? Yes. Okay. We're going to end this episode by doing our icks about parenthood. <laughs> We're going to oh take, take gosh. it last. All right. You go first because clearly you've been thinking about it. Well, because we started talking about being parents and I thought we could change it up and be a little bit funny and talk about our icks. No one take offense, please. That's not what we're doing here. So if I ask my children a question and they like look at me with big eyes. I hate it. Like, don't say anything. I hate it. That's my ick one. Uh, yeah, that. <laughs> Phew. Um. Oh man. I, I was gonna say there are so many things. No, <laughs> that sounds bad. <laughs> that sounds really bad. That is a major one for me, though. Like I would almost say that, or if they've done something wrong, and you'd be like, "Why would you do that?" And they just give you the. Oh the mm. so this week I give you a, a my little one. You know I have two, and you know how they can be complete opposites. Dylan, the big one, he gone. He's little angel, as far as I'm concerned. That little <laughs> one, though, he has second child syndrome. You, he gonna <laughs> test you in every way possible. And I, I admire that he is his own person. And that when he sets his mind to something, that's it. 
But at the same time, I want to beat his little mm, sometimes because like he had they had their physicals and they actually had to have blood work done. And my little one, he needs to eat more vegetables. He is the picky eater. He doesn't. He eats pizza, chicken nuggets, french fries. Sausage patties, depending on the mood. It has to be the patties. It cannot be the links. If it is the links, they have to be cut up to look like tiny patties. Okay, dealing with this. My child, I threatened him. (laughs) We had to threaten him with, you're going to either eat these vegetables or you're going to be faced with having to get needles done because he about flipped out having to get blood work done. So you lied. I'm like, you're, you, you know, you need to eat these vegetables. We don't, we want you to be happy. We want you to be healthy. I'm like, all right, which one do you want to do? You either going to eat this broccoli or you're going to have to get needles every day. That is such an extreme lie. <laughs> it's so extreme. That little boy looked at me like, I'm going to test you a gangster. Like, I bet he mm-hmm. did. He is second child. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, what? I was like, all right, Carter, let's play a game of what if. Oh, no. What is it? Would you rather? Mm-hmm. Would you rather have needles every day? Or would you rather eat this little spoon of broccoli? It is three days later. My son still has not answered that question. Like, the last two days, he has been on punishment because it's either you eat the spoon of broccoli or you lose all of your privileges. He looked at his father like, so how many Where's days? Where is your son right now? He doesn't, he doesn't look like he's on punishment to me. I've seen him twice today, and he doesn't look like he's on punishment to me. That is because he finally, this afternoon when he came home, because he was, he as far as he was concerned, it's Friday. He has served his time. He has served his two days of punishment, right? So he came home. He was like, all right, Daddy, it's Friday, right? Like, my punishment is up tomorrow, right? And, of course, daddy is like yeah it's over tomorrow he was like cool like i served this punishment no skin off my back i did my time i didn't serve my community service and i'm done i'm like hold up player that's not how this works like you're still not gonna get out of eating vegetables like you're gonna have to eat the vegetables you realize like, but you can't just punish him for two days. I was just about to ask, what was the thought process behind punishing him for two days? What was the thought process behind a producer man? Oh, no comment. Got it. He 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 did the blink that we don't like. Did the kids <laughs> do you see? See? Anyway. I'm like, no, this isn't effective. Like, do you realize that this child and told you that he'd rather take a needle than eat a broccoli? He'd rather take two days of punishment than eat a broccoli. Like, no, you don't get, you do not get any privileges back until you eat some broccoli. So it just so happened that we had a plate of like mixed, mixed vegetables left over from lunch. And we're like, all right, if you, if you, whatever, if you clean whatever is green off of this plate, then you can have your privileges back. The fight that it took. And when I tell you, if you put all the little pieces of broccoli together, you might have gotten one whole stalk of broccoli. He finally got it down, though. I'm glad to say that he finally got it down. Yay, Carter. But what in the same thing are we going to do tomorrow when it comes time (laughs) to try to get him to eat some more vegetables? So he doesn't eat any vegetables? No. 
Mm. It has to be. It. I have to threaten his life. I have to. Don't have the listeners never calling CPS. Never give him free. Not really. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> My God. But I guess if all of that to say, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> if I have an ick, I get like. In my head, I was thinking, like, she said, F my game of X is what she said. Go ahead. No, sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Like, guys, I had to give a backstory on it. Like, I was going to say his independence, but they were like, well, what kind of chick is she? Just going to say independent. Like, but yes, that is, that can sometimes be my ick. Like, I love it about him, but sometimes, like, that, that will of his. Like, I don't know what to do with it. But yeah, that's it. Okay, another random parenting question. Do your kids have chores? They do. Okay. What are the chores? So... Because our kids are, like, around the same age. Yes. So, at one point, it was... They were supposed to take out the trash. Um, But we tend to get the trash out late. So we make sure that they gather all of the trash from around the house. Um, and then usually Galen, the husband, takes the trash out at night. But in the morning, it is their job to bring the trash cans back up the driveway. Um, they're supposed to keep their room clean, but we all know that's relative. Um, it was something else. I think they go check the mail. But somehow we, because our mailbox is far from the house, so we usually end up going with them to check the mail. Um, it was not my These new kids today. checking the mail as a chore. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I know it was something else. How about your girls? Yes. And. I'm not making this up. Aubrey's chore is to empty the trash cans upstairs. <laughs> Go figure. Um, that she has to be reminded of multiple times. Like mm-hmm. our trash goes out. We have to put it out on Sunday nights. So her job is obviously throughout the week just to make sure all the trash upstairs is kind of emptied out of the cans. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ryan, obviously both of the rooms are obviously, I wouldn't consider that a chore. That's just something that they are supposed to do anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then helping like with the dishwasher, like loading, unloading the dishwasher. And then Ryan just kind of gets in where she, she's four. So right. she just kind of gets in where she fits in. Yeah. So again, that little one, he always wants to know, well, how much is this worth? If I do this, how much do I get paid for this? Do you give your kids allowance for chores? They're supposed to get paid per, I say yes. I do not. Their dad is like, absolutely not. I'm not paying you to doing something that you're supposed to do. Pay you no mind. You live here. I I would not use that tone of voice, but I would have to agree with him. I would have to agree. Uh, Like I said, they're supposed to. Now, how often do we actually. Don't be cheating them babies out of their money. Ain't a time we ever been to the store and they asked for something they ain't never get it, so they wouldn't know. This is true. I was gonna say Aubrey has her little Go Henry, which I have never gotten my thirty dollars, by the way. But that we'll talk about that off off podcast. Oh, um so 
she has her little card. Um, this is not an ad, by the way. And she never takes it with us to the store. Like if we go Target, wherever. She never takes it. She forgot a card at home. And I'm always spending all of my money. I didn't get to tell you about our disaster with the, the Go Henry. So we... Again, we'll this, is <laughs> so this is not an ad. So this is not an ad. Yeah, our first trip out of the house and like the rule is when you, if you take your card out, you're supposed to let us know that you have it with you um, or that you're taking it out. We get in the store. We're in Target. We've been walking around. Dylan randomly says, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He goes into panic. And we're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? I have my card. I don't know where it is. I don't find I can't find it in my pocket. We like tour the store three more times. Galen goes out to the car. He's looking for it. Dylan is hyperventilating and crying because he can't believe it. He, oh my God, we trusted him. This is him making up his whole argument. Like we didn't say anything. <laughs> We're just trying to figure out where the heck this card is. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Galen, I mean, Dylan, are you sure you had the card? Blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. I know. I felt it in my pocket. I made sure it was there. He didn't tell us that he was bringing it out the house, so that was strike number one. Anyway, like Galen was able to immediately go on and, um, you know, freeze the card. Yeah. He's crying. We haven't found this card. I'm like, oh, well, the card is gone. Little Carter, I'm just praying to God that there's <laughs> going to be a miracle and we're going to find this card. I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. Bottom line, we did find the card because I'm like, are you sure? I feel like you didn't take it out the house mm-hmm. because although he's my little boy genius he is very forgetful when it comes to just regular everyday stuff yeah where he may have had the card in his hand but set it down to put his coat on and completely forgot to pick the card back up that's that kid um bottom line is the card was on the dresser the card never left the house (laughs) carter comes down he's like it's a miracle i prayed for it and the card is here so thank you jesus thank you little carter for praying for that miracle the card was upstairs on the dresser the entire time. Crisis averted. I will say, if you're trying to teach your kids, like spending habits, again, this is not an ad. Unless Go Henry wants to give us an ad. Hello. Um, I think the cards are really, like, they're cute ideas. Mm-hmm. And Aubrey's had hers for a few years now. But they're really good on teaching, like, all right, you got this amount. You want these three toys. And you need to figure out which one you want because you don't got enough for all three. Right. So it's definitely a good little spending and, and savings tool that you I can appreciate use for your it. kids. So. And when they get older and want to cut me off, um, I'm going to say, remember that go Henry and you just make sure you buy me a townhouse in the not hood or get me a go Henry card. Way to circle it back around. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all we have for them this week? I think so. We didn't talk their heads off enough. I think so. So make sure you guys see us back here each and every Monday. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. And we will see you all next week. All righty. Bye.